are we all going to go to bed tonight and think about what we shouldn't have said in this podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite activities. We'll do a talk back episode to be like, here's what I should have said. <laughs> This is Social Cues, where we go on a sometimes deep, always painful dive into the questions, why did I do that? Or why did you do that? And what the fuck are we all doing anyway? I'm Mary Fitzsimmons, neuroqueer therapist and silent dark room enthusiast. And I'm Nikki Palumbo, a writer who's still punching up things I said at 10. <laughs> and we're here to explore, discuss, and overthink every single thing we've ever done, seen, said, thought, dreamed, etc. You always say etc., but you always add two to four more new things. <laughs> I just want to give people options. I need to make sure they can relate. Yeah, you're discovering new senses. It's <laughs> huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's going on? What? It, what are? What? 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 Um, you know, I had a crazy day yesterday where I had to make three phone calls, and that no. really took it out of me. You're alive. Somehow, I live to tell the tale. It's it's kind of nuts to me that I can make phone calls calling mm-hmm. for like large political change. I can ask for a ceasefire. I cannot for the life of me talk to a receptionist to make a doctor's appointment. They're no. like, "And what kind of insurance do you have?" And I'm like, "I actually have never looked at this card before. Can we do this together?" <laughs> there are hieroglyphics on it. It's like yeah. a whole I this is a true thing. You can go on Reddit and people have so graciously and kindly written out scripts for things like this. Okay. Well. <laughs> but can I say the way your raw dogging life is inspirational? I'm It's impressed. so unlike me, honestly. How did it go? Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> out of the three phone calls, I only have one appointment. That's not a good like batting <laughs> average. Oh, no. What like, were the roadblocks? Um, they just like didn't have the paperwork from like a different doctor. So now, which now leads me to have more conversations. And I'm like, I actually, I don't need to know why my white blood cell count is low. I'll just wait until I die. And then that'll be the answer. This is okay. Peek behind the curtain from a medical professional. Mm -hmm. I do have to like have some correspondence with doctors or like previous therapists or psychiatrists and things like that. And Mm -hmm. you have to have like a pretty extensive uh, consent form sent between all offices that we're allowed to share information. Okay. And it's so fun because I like pretending that we're like pin pals in the war. Like it feels (laughs) so like it takes forever. It's like a 12 to 43 business day lead time. It just feels like the that whole season sense. has changed by the time we actually get to what we need to do. Okay. And it's kind of nice. It's a nod to the old times. It's a reminder to be patient. It's a reminder to be present. And I'm grateful. All right. I mean, they did ask, oh, when did your doctor fax that? And I like that word alone. I was like, oh, no. this is never happening. This is not happening. But We're going to have to try again in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have to wait till it's a new year. Oh, painful. So that's kind of <laughs> what I've been up to trying to take care of myself and they make it hard i'm impressed and happy for you honestly and it's gonna happen for you we're gonna put that out into the universe thanks as my teeth just slowly fall out of my mouth as we talk and i'm like (laughs) oh maybe that's a new appointment just send those in i feel like they can get a lot of information by from teeth like the medical system is old timey and I somehow have scurvy and i'm like (laughs) i didn't know i could do it wait no that's detectives that can get Detectives get info from teeth, not doctors. Wait. I think they should be in cahoots. No. Am I being crazy? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) 
how would detectives get information from teeth? I just feel like anytime there's teeth at a crime scene, they're like, solved it, done. <laughs> Don't they have to consult a dentist? Uh, beats me. I'm not a detective. You're right. <laughs> and we'll never solve this case. I need to, first of all, I need to acknowledge we have a wonderful guest waiting in the wings. And sure. I am so excited. Before we bring them in, I do need to discuss the fact that I have attended a holiday party. Mm-hmm. You were there for this party, actually, Nikki. I was. You were. <laughs> I don't know if you were in your body, but your body was present. Actually, I was incredibly present <laughs> because we played a game, and I think that's what grounded me. Okay, this is exactly what I want to discuss. Okay, great. This is Mayor's host holiday recommendations, way to be a good host, better housekeeping list. Great. Okay. <laughs> Where was this a month ago before holiday party season started? I know. But here's the thing. Valentine's Day. You had to be out in the field. It's yeah. coming out. I, I'm i doing the research. Here's the thing. I'm guessing our audience of listeners, we need time to prepare. So this is going to be perfect <laughs> timing for everyone to start prepping for next year. Great. Okay. This is what you need to do as a host. Number one, you need to have some sort of fire, whether it's a fireplace, whether it's a solo stove, whether it's a little fire pit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, candle. Honestly, can't candles work i love and that this rule is there needs to be a fire <laughs> because you know why when social awkwardness sets in dead silence mm-hmm. people gazing upon a fire everyone's just like wow reflective normal important it doesn't feel awkward it feels like we are going back to our roots as humanity so fire to gaze upon mm-hmm. when you don't have anything to say that's crucial <laughs> next games like you said cornhole we played cornhole. It was a lifesaver. It was an amazing way to spend close to an hour. Yes. Where you're Time just like, flew. this is a a, a a manageable amount of people to interact with right now. There are yes. too many people here. I can't yes. give me something else I can focus on. <laughs> Absolutely. Best thing about cornhole or any game that was created in the Midwest of America, from which I am from, no running, no one's out of breath, it, There no real athleticism really required so like washers cornhole okay. <laughs> ladder golf important am i saying words people know <laughs> you lost me on ladder golf okay. um <laughs> but i also think someone could be offended saying that requires no real athleticism oh that's fair well here's what i mean it's by a game that. of strategy and <laughs> i don't have any athleticism and i fared okay Whereas you do, sure. and you won? And I lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, could it possibly I guess know? by someone being offended, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my roundabout way of saying, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> okay, I have two more host recommendations. Great. Treats for a dog. If there's a pet around, have a little bowl of treats. Our host graciously had this, and this was brilliant mm-hmm. because... Once again, when I did not want to talk to a human, I could kind of go in the corner with the dog and pretend like I was in a really intense training session, like I was sure. doing really important work. I knew instantly what to do with my arms and hands. I had a locked in focus. I didn't have to gaze around awkwardly. I was like there in the pocket, dropped in, locked in. So that's important. And then finally, I think you need a DIY bar cart. It doesn't have to be alcohol, but just like various tinctures and liquids Mm. for people to concoct can i tell you i had the coolest moment of my life because i was (laughs) at this bar cart and there was someone i didn't know they were tincturing 
And I said, what you cooking? <laughs> Gorgeous. I'm a new person. What you cooking? And then I immediately left my body. I don't remember what they said because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't really about that. It was right. kind of more you about how cool I was. On a high. <laughs> yeah. The most endorphins that have ever rushed through <laughs> your body and brain. <laughs> so from here on out, any party, I need a bar cart there so I can use that line. So that is Mayor's Holiday Gift Guide Real Simple Magazine, Martha Stewart for the holidays. Town and list. country. <laughs> Town and country list. Um, I love that. I also did write down what you're cooking because I'm like, I got to use that on one of my phone calls. <laughs> oh, great. As they're typing. What you cooking? <laughs> anyway, in case you need my birth date again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great list. Thank you. I feel excited and I'm just happy to help the people. You're doing a real service. Thank That's you. That's the, the gift. And can I just say our actual real gift is the fact that we have a very special guest today. Perfect transition. Our guest today is a, a comedy writer and actor who has written for The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Saturday Night Live, and Reductress. She is the head writer and co-host of the Story Pirates podcast and co-author of the adorable Good Dogs book series. A dream, a delight, everything I've ever wanted. Please give the warmest of welcomes to our guest, Rachel, Rachel Winitsky. Winitsky. <laughs> Yay. Standing Hi. ovation. Welcome. Welcome. That was a beautiful intro. I felt like I was just watching like a tv show that was just being done for me okay wow what a compliment <laughs> i was just it's when i would smiling. force my parents to watch me dance and make them pay a nickel or a quarter to see it <laughs> that's kind of what what we did for you oh wow okay that's yeah. you really love but also up. what a steal <laughs> yeah i used to do that i used to make my parents my parents would just I, I, they'd be forced to watch me just lip sync to the entirety of the fiddler on the roof soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like watch me <laughs> I'm going to do another one. I bet one. it was moving to watch your child <laughs> lip sync to Sunrise Sunset. That has to do something Absolutely. to the circle of life mm-hmm. within you. Well, and it was definitely like two CDs. So it would be like, I'm doing the stuff, <laughs> putting the second one in. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, maybe just part, maybe just do part oh, one today. <laughs> like a little intermission. <laughs> so Incredible. that's cool. Um, I do think the... The profession you were looking for before is actually a forensic dentist. Thank oh. you, Rachel. Thank you. Yeah. Is forensic dentist a true, is, is that a real job? That's absolutely true. Yeah, That absolutely. sounds right. Like they're like wow. brought in for court cases. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah, for like, and like identifying people based on their teeth. I, I do guess? feel like I listened to a podcast about this and it's really hard to identify people by their teeth. Yeah, I bet. Because, like, unless you have your teeth, like, in some database, how would you ever track them down? <laughs> I, I put my teeth in the data. I put my teeth in a database. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just thought that, like, the code of who I am exists in my molars. I don't know. I was just like, the DNA is all there. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I guess hair. if they have, like, the root. Sure. I don't know. Right. What part Gross. of the teeth are we talking about? I don't, I don't know. Enough of, uh, I don't have enough degrees to um to know this. I'm like cut to 12 minutes of silence on the podcast as we're all furiously Googling. <laughs> Scrolling. <laughs> I must know now. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Thank you for solving that for me. I really, 
I did feel like there was some sense of teeth in true crime that had to exist. Oh right. my god, teeth are so important. Yeah. In true <laughs> <Huge>. crime? <laughs> teeth? <laughs> Those so are important. one of the main guys. Yeah. Yeah, teeth are one of the main guys. Blood, <laughs> one of the main guys. Teeth, one of the main guys. Yeah. Semen, one of the main guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, have you been to any holiday parties this year? Um, actually, no, I haven't because I had some planned and then I went, as you both know, went to the East Coast to welcome the birth of my sister's twins and then was helping my mom recover from some surgery. And I've sort of been in this weird bubble where I've done almost zero socializing in the last two months, which feels horrible in its own way. <laughs> what are you learning about yourself <laughs> in the absence? Yeah. It feels like you're in like a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. It, it basically is that. The, the main thing I've learned, which is something I've learned about myself before, specifically when I had COVID and isolated for two weeks or whatever, sure. is that I have an extremely high threshold for being alone and and for doing nothing Great. I can mm. I mean not that I've been doing nothing because I've been helping out helping out but um it takes me like quite a long time to go stir crazy but then when I do I'm like <laughs> like the other day I was just like oh I suddenly feel like my life before now was a dream that never happened oh, oh. sure like I start to fully disassociate so Everything has been totally fine. And then the last week I've been like, oh, I really need to talk to someone. If you made a Rachel's guide, holiday guide, Harper's Mm -hmm. Bazaar Vogue guide to being (laughs) alone for the holidays, what what would you include? Please say fire. (laughs) Definitely fire. Actually, it is funny. I've been at my mom's house and she has a gas fireplace and we have had it on pretty much like you have to, as you should, to have a fireplace suddenly that feels like you've found the end of a rainbow and you're like, well, I just want to be here. It's absolute heaven. I think my, I think fire for sure. I think FaceTiming with friends, having some scheduled Mm -hmm. uh, phone, phone and FaceTime. That's not just texting and maybe like having some good books to read because you're going to get tired of looking at screens. You're going to want to rest your eyes. You're going to want an audiobook. Um which sounds like somebody's <laughs> talking to you, which is kind of Yeah, nice. exactly. Someone's telling and a delightful you, story. You can answer back to the audiobook. No one will ever know. <laughs> oh wow. New hack. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as you listen, you just keep going. Okay, cool. As I'm like, I should wow. use this to warm up for phone calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of the ideal phone call they just yeah. keep talking <laughs> yeah. so yeah that would be and I've I've watched a few like um crappy Christmas movies to sort of like put me in the spirit and sure. I feel it I feel the spirit I feel moved by the spirit <laughs> these feel important and wise thank you never yeah. even considered you could talk back to an audiobook <laughs> That's Try it great. Out. It's really nice. Yeah. I had we had started listening to the Barbara Streisand audiobook, and that one sounds oh like God. even she doesn't know what she's about to say next. So, <laughs> like you can absolutely tell what was written in the book and what she's remembering in the moment. <laughs> she's like, oh my God! Also, she's riffing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> incredible. So that's incredible. Yeah, 
I recommend it. It's 48 hours long. Yeah, it's a huge wow, book. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's a perfect thing to do if you're alone for the holidays. Because yeah. you <laughs> want to be. That's two full days right there. Babs is there. I wish yeah. I had an audiobook thing to add. I, unfortunately, my attention span cannot track an audiobook. So I have it's to hard. feel grounded with something in my hands. Do you just like zoom out? Yeah. I feel like a teacher yeah. is talking to me. I can pretty much only do it if I'm oh, driving. Oh, that's smart. I've got to be doing something else. Like I love listening to audiobooks while I prep vegetables and stuff for dinner. Mm, yes. It's one of my absolute favorite like chill out um, meditation exercises is like cook an easy dinner that I don't need a recipe for, listen to an audiobook, drink a glass of wine, go to bed. You're in a Nancy Myers movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I do it all in my huge fucking kitchen. <laughs> All painted white and yeah. lots of like dancing around the island, cozy mugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, I this is great. This actually kind of opens up a whole new world for me because here I was thinking I had limitations that audiobooks weren't for me, and yet they are. I can for absolutely you. chop some stuff, totally. drive around, change my just get behind the wheel, view. put on like a horrible book that doesn't matter if you zone out for an hour and just go <laughs> it counts you still technically listened it's to it it's still a book yeah yep incredible i'll be smarter and wiser and fulfilled <laughs> great okay how does everyone feel about us moving into our first segment i feel like i've said everything i have to say about audiobooks okay great <laughs> I feel that way too. okay great <laughs> so rachel our first segment is why did i do that why do i do that and this is a segment where we break down a truly regrettable incident, play by play, in the hopes of someday being able to sleep at night. It's kind of a clearing and an absolving of <laughs> past panic and regrets. So do you have a why did I do that for us today? I do. And I have to say, it was really hard to think of something because wow. I, I either, I'm an overthinker 100%. Sure. Welcome. But I don't overthink like social, like it's pretty rare that what I'm overthinking is like actual social faux pas. Incredible. Like mm. it's usually like, um, like I had a lovely dinner with friends and we just talked about all the normal stuff and I just get home and I'm like, oh my God, was I accidentally like horrible and did I only talk about myself and does everybody think I'm like ba a bad sure. person? But it's rarely like a random social interaction. And I was talking to David, my yes. husband, about this coming on this podcast. And he was like, I was like, I can't really think of anything. And he was like, yeah, because you you don't think you're socially awkward. You think everybody else is. What? <laughs> wow. A gorgeous freedom. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. But <laughs> that makes me sound like I'm wow. always like. Can you believe he said that? But that's not But really can right. I just say the wisdom in that I'm so grateful for because how <laughs> incredible would it be to just live from that place of like, mm -hmm. I'm actually good. To just be like, it's incredible. I'm like going to be thinking about <laughs> yeah. that for years to come. <laughs> I do think that about certain people and I'm like, well, I don't think that was me that time. Sure. That yes, had to have been totally. that person. And I wish I could like find replace all of like my social yeah. like, insecurities and I'm like it was always the other person that set me up for failure 
Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, this is all to say that just like the very premise of this podcast made me really like uh, think about myself and <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I guess I don't really think of myself as being particularly like uncomfortable in social situations. That doesn't mean I've never had one, but it is really funny. Yeah. And then I think genuinely, because like obviously none of us have no bad social interactions, but the genuinely bad ones, I think I've like fully blocked out. Sure. <laughs> that's not for me Healthy. to know anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's none of your business. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's actually not for me. And the stuff the stuff that I like think about at night is like mistakes that I think I've made or like like decisions that I've made that are wrong. Like it's usually not like, oh my sure. God, I can't believe we'll, it. We'll take one of your big mistakes. Yeah, life mistakes. Yeah. If you're like, just why like... did I do that? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, why have I made every choice I've ever made? Um, <laughs> but I, I, did, I did think of something that I think this hasn't really kept me up at night. It's not that kind of feeling, but it is something I've thought about frequently. And it's just very funny to me. And I think living in LA and like working in entertainment, I think it's something that has happened to me sort of a few times and maybe has happened to you too as well. But um, I was in Sarasota and I was with David and he was wearing a sweatshirt that used to be my sweatshirt that says Williamstown Theater Festival on it. That's a summer theater festival that I had done a play in years ago and he stole the sweatshirt for me and like everywhere we go, people are like, oh my God, Williamstown. And then I have to be like, move out of the way. Actually, I was at Williamstown. Um, you start doing a monologue from the show. <laughs> yeah. Prove it. <laughs> um, I'm an actor. Uh, but we, So we we're at this like nice restaurant in Sarasota of all places and this like older gentleman was like oh, the Williamstown Theater Festival. Perfect. And yeah. David was like, oh, it's my wife's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, ah, oh, I was there years ago. And he and <laughs> basically I was just like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> what have you worked on? And he sort of like told me. And then we left and I realized it was Terrence McNally, who's, oh my, who was oh a my really, God. really famous playwright. For sure. And like wrote like Kiss of the Spider Woman and I think Love, Valor, Compassion, which is a play that I like oh loved my God. in high school. Like just all this stuff, like a really important <laughs> playwright who had like been at Williamstown because he had written like huge important shows mm -hmm. that were like on their main stage about to transfer to Broadway or whatever. Incredible. And I'm not like embarrassed because I didn't recognize him. Like what I don't know why I would know what Terrence sure. McNally looked like just by sight. But it was like I just left being like it was just very like, and what do you do right. for work? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> Meanwhile, he has like a twinkle in his eye as if he is Santa Claus. He's mm -hmm. like, I yeah, am actually he's exactly the writer very, of like, plays. I won multiple Tony Awards. Like <laughs> and I was just very like, oh, like are you in equity? <laughs> like just a little bit. Um I guess I sort of had this like weird I had this sense that he had to be somebody important, but like just didn't handle it well at all. And in hindsight I'm like, oh like that could have been <laughs> definitely a better interaction. <laughs> sure. What if you could do it over knowing what you know now, how would you have done something different? I mean, if I could go back and do it all again, I wish that I just had like recognized him and been like, <laughs> right. Oh my God, of course I'm a fan. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. It's really nice to meet you. Yeah. 
but Can we get you like that I, devil wears prada like binder of yes yeah. <laughs> to study every renowned playwright i needed somebody behind me to be like that's terence mcdernley um yeah. but yeah i think i guess if i could go back i just wish that my vibe had been a little bit more like reverent sure um and a little bit more just like oh it's an honor to meet you sir instead of yeah. what i did which is like <laughs> i did a play at the williamstown theater festival and who do you think you are <laughs> um, this is tough with playwrights though i'm trying to think if there is a single playwright that i would, would know recognize by sight. on site and of course yeah. there's lynn manuel <laughs> sure lynn. But honestly, only if he's wearing his little hat and sweater. I don't like even he cannot yeah. be clean shaven doing that yeah. thing with yeah. his lip that went viral. <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, there are certain like if I saw Tony Kushner, sure, okay, I'd be okay. like, oh, like, it would. I'd immediately like shit my pants, and I'd be so excited. I love him, and he's very recognizable. Um, but yeah, for sure, like that's not a person that I think gets like recognized but yeah I feel like maybe a lot I feel like maybe a higher percentage of the type of people that have been at the Williamstown Theater Festival would recognize somebody like Terrence McNally. Sure yeah well it, that day you humbled him. I did I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he maybe also thinks about it and he's like wow yeah I was getting too big for my britches. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, tough. I don't know. It was just weird. I just feel like stuff like that has kind of come up a few times. I don't know if you've had this happen with like people. It's honestly a lot of work related stuff where it's like, and what do you do? And they're yes. like, I wrote Scarface. You're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> For sure. One time I was working like reception at like an ad agency and someone walked in and they were like, we have a meeting with so-and-so. And I was like, and who, who is we? And from behind the assistant, it was Kate Beckinsale who said, pulled down her sunglasses. And she was like, Kate Beckinsale. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, if, had I seen you first, I would have known. <laughs> to be but fair, it, I don't think that's someone I would recognize. Like, she's someone I re would recognize in the context of a Kate Beckinsale movie. But, like, sure. out of right. context, I'd be like, okay. Well, <laughs> what I'm learning is you haven't watched Kate Beckinsale movies nearly as much as I have. <laughs> she was like on like the roster when I was like I was okay, like okay got it got it who do I have crushes on oh everyone beautiful interesting okay part of an awakening <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely I yeah I'm terrible at face recognition both just like personally and celebrity wise mm -hmm. like Same. even as you are saying these celebrities I'm literally like don't know couldn't play couldn't them. possibly couldn't possibly know also yeah. like everyone in LA kind of looks like a celebrity to me like I've always kind of just like they Absolutely. have a expensive sweater they must be you know right they have the hair and the sunglasses <laughs> of somebody who is the way I couldn't even think of a celebrity name to tag like this is telling you the <laughs> hopeless because I grew up like super evangelical Christian could only watch like really weird niche Christian stuff. So like, sure. Would literacy... you recognize them? Yes. The donut man? Absolutely. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Bible man? Yes. Oh, Willie oh Ames? Oh my God, it's yeah. the Bible man. Uh, incredible. That sounds like a line in a horror film. <laughs> yeah. I instantly light up. I'm like, these are my people. Um, yeah, so my celebrity literacy is just shit. It's just not good. Yeah. I'm like that with just everyday people. Like, yeah. I 
am so bad with faces. It's something that I really hate about myself. Like yeah, I know. I have to meet people so many times to remember them. And then what if people jog my memory, like I'll remember everything they ever told me. I'll be like, oh, yes, yes. your dog is named mm-hmm. Peter and you have like – three sisters but i will not remember their faces yeah you can for sure pull up the file embarrassing yeah i yeah i can pull up the file. aforementioned holiday party somebody (laughs) walked over to talk to sam and i was like hey i'm nikki and he was like we've met and i instantly went inside myself and not but two episodes ago i said yeah sometimes when i don't remember somebody i say i was in a car accident i hit my head and that is what i said and then in the moment i was like why am I saying this? He was concerned for you. I watched this from afar. He and instantly he... became concerned and he was like, no, we met at JFL like a couple years ago. And I was like, for sure. Forget what I said. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm doing a joke. Do you remember you, who you are? <laughs> I recently, so yeah, we discussed this a couple episodes ago and I'm thrilled it's coming up again because it's just like forever present. Mm-hmm. I usually am also the one that doesn't remember people uh and i had i was at a party and recently it was the reverse where like i remembered them and they didn't remember me and it just it was kind of nice to have that experience because i'm always concerned about like how do how do i navigate it but being on the other side of it i'm like this is just terrible for everyone no one feels good (laughs) everyone's upset this is just no good what was (laughs) terrible was i was with the host of the party and then this woman that i had met in the summer at a different party so like mm-hmm. that is where i had met them and you know she came up introduced herself i should have just gone with it i think that's the thing i think you just go with it and be like oh okay yeah, yeah. You, like why are we saying i've already met you it's actually they don't <laughs> obviously remember so just it flow. pulls the train back off the track and it's like exactly. we could just do the hi <laughs> so na- what and what do you do exactly <laughs> like we can just fall but i the sense of justice in me I was like no we I think we did meet back in July and she was like no we didn't and then the host traitor betrayal was like you haven't met and I was like doesn't need to get involved we have so anyway I was just like oh okay awkward whatever fast forward to this woman tells a story I heard in July so I was confirmed and I'm like I know that your mom has eight siblings we've discussed it would have been amazing if you finished the story I know (laughs) (laughs) Because your mom could easily. But it's just a terrible experience for everyone. I don't think anyone feels comfortable. I think we need to just accept the fact that just flow with it. You just get wet noodles with it. Be like, yep. Yeah. Hello. Nice to meet you. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a sad. Why did I do that? I think part part of the part of the like heart of it. I feel like of what you shared is this deep regret of like I could have honored this person that actually means a lot to totally. me and that feels like a missed opportunity and that I I feel that that's real is that like um like it's a rough. keep keep that in your hat for the next time to just be like what if everyone I'm meeting is someone <laughs> spectacular oh, yeah. That's cute. yeah absolutely. and then let them disappoint you later don't go into it being like, oh my god of course yeah oh like, that's so sweet if if i was received that way i think i would explode on the inside with just like some sense of self i've never unlocked before yeah and i'm like what energy was i giving off that somebody reacted to me like that i think it would truly change the rest of my day yeah so that feels fun oh. <laughs> That's really fun. Shall we move along to segment two? Nikki, oh, would yeah. you 
like to do the honors? I <laughs> would. Our next segment is That Fucked Me Up. It's where we really discover or unlock a piece of media or even foundational memory that haunts you or informs your personhood to this very day. Is there anything in your life that has fucked you up? <laughs> okay, the thing that immediately came to mind when I was thinking about this is, do you remember the movie Wish Upon a Star starring yes. Catherine Heigl? Yes. yes. I think about it not not often. Yeah. yeah. Okay, All tell me everything. How yeah. did this movie impact you? Well, it's funny because I like don't even really remember that much about the movie, but I certainly remember more about it than like any other piece of media that I watched at that age. And the sure. main thing I remember is just thinking that Katherine Heigl's character, who was like 16 years old, but wore so much makeup and a really like distinct hairstyle and, and like a mini Some would skirt. say blue, blue makeup just mm-hmm. across yeah, the board. Yeah, it was Lips, so intense. Eyes. It was crazy. And I just, I just think I thought like, that is what not just that's what an adult looks like but like mm-hmm. that is what i'm supposed to be in high school like that is yes. the goal and i think a lot of teen movies did that but for some mm. reason that one like really stuck out to me of like i was more like the sister who was always wearing like like i think my outfit from fifth grade to high school was like <laughs> i was really into wearing like board shorts <laughs> from great yeah, incredible <laughs> And like giant t-shirts. Like Great. my vibe was like pretending I didn't have a body. And then that sure. was sort of how this character, the younger sister dressed. And she was like the loser. And then Catherine Heigl was just this like beacon of beauty. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to wear like knee high boots with heels and like so much yes. makeup. And I have to be so put together. And I just still think of that as like, oh, that's what an, that's what a high schooler is supposed mm-hmm. to look like. Rachel, you have so deeply understood the assignment because this is <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely it. Like, I yeah. think I remember very specifically, I was going through uh, fifth or sixth grade. I was like- For some very... reason, I thought you were going to say I was going through a divorce. And I was like, didn't this movie come out in 96? <laughs> I had no idea where that sentence was going. It was second grade. My bills were piling up. Yeah. <laughs> and Mrs. Like, I did feel class. like an adult. <laughs> yeah. But I was I was like definitely in a like hot topic phase and I remember mm. something very similar specifically about this movie because I think this movie particularly really zeroed in on the fact of like what is desirable versus what isn't. And mm-hmm. I think Completely. that for a little brain that is only concerned at this life stage of fitting in and how I'm supposed to be I haven't grown out of that stage yet, but <laughs> sure. specifically that age group is, is that's their only concern. Like that is literally like drugs to be like, oh, well, here's yes. the template. Here you go. Get a like mm-hmm. metallic mini skirt and platform shoes and butterfly clips in your hair. And that's how you're supposed to be. I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a picture of, of her outfit that is like yeah. so seared into my memory. And it's like a purple mini skirt with a skinny white belt. Her midriff is of showing course. low rise. She has like a white leather jacket. Like she looks, she looks fantastic. Yeah. But also that movie is like about. I feel like it's about sort of unpacking that that like desire to be something else, and right. it's a body switch movie, and it like it is about how like you don't understand what other people are going through and there is no actual like ideal perfection. And yet like my takeaway was still like, oh, I need to look like Catherine. Absolutely. I think so many like body swap movies are such great, like trans or gender allegories 
also of just this feeling of like, wow, what if I could just wake up and be in a different body? I think it's just like so freeing as a kid to be like, oh, yeah, I could just be someone else, which, of course, usually the movies are not trying to say that. But like how. (laughs) But that's what we (laughs) saw. Yeah, exactly. Right. But also it was like it was it was also I mean, I should rewatch the movie. I think like you're really selling it was. I know. <laughs> I think I, the message it, was like they both realized that the other one like str- like the the younger sister realizes that like her hot sister actually has problems and isn't just like empty headed and the mm-hmm. older sister realizes something about I don't know being smart. <laughs> but it's yeah. also like for for whatever and obviously both were beautiful young actresses and whatever mm-hmm. but like there is sort of something very uh, uh like wish fulfillment of being like at least the type of girl I was to be like oh what if I was what if I got to keep my brain and be like the nerdy smart girl but then like got to have a body and and a presentation that was like the societal ideal so that right. people like took me seriously for how I looked but then like I could still be me <laughs> right yes. instead of being like the me in the weird body <laughs> it was yes. like that's right I do yeah I do think that is like a whole class of movie, like specifically, what's the other one that's like- Freaky uh, Friday. Sure. But also, uh, <laughs> what is it? She's all that where they're like, oh, she's, we made her hot. We sure. made her hot. Right. It's like, oh, her brain didn't change, but n- now her body is hot. Oh, but thank God. But now she's hot. But now she's yeah. hot. And so. now her and now her brain seems quirky and desirable and not just like- Right. Horrible it's like, lame. oh, I get it. She's adorable. You didn't say she was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All of those movies. I mean, that just was, I guess that just was like what movies were at that, <laughs> at that yeah. time. Who was writing these? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. But I think they're all like millionaires. Have now, to be. So yeah. We, we missed out. We missed out on like the peak era of getting to write teen comedy movies that like fucked up people's self-esteem but were like perfect classics. For sure. Yes, that were like middle budget, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, yep. totally. But what if it's not over? <laughs> what if we Bring it back, literally baby. take these movies and we're like, we're updating them to be like, I don't want to say woke, but I just About mean like- boys. Yeah, yeah About or like boys. something. <laughs> like, let's fuck them up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm in, I'm here for that. But yeah, I think about that movie constantly. I think I think about that movie because didn't she have a boyfriend who had a Jeep? Is that? Yeah, absolutely. That was so a big part of it. So I think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember them like getting yeah, I'm getting Jeep. swapped between 10 Things I Hate About You and Wish Upon a Star. I feel like there's like. D- 10 Things I Hate About You was more like movie theatrical release right and then mm-hmm. was yes. kind of start yes, with yes, like yes. made for tv Straight i forget it was like disney channel or mm-hmm. but that movie also it took me like years to suddenly i woke up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night like <gasps> that was katherine heigl like yes I, yeah because she was so young and then i had like watched Grey's and everything and it was much much later that i was like oh my god that's the same person that was. Yeah. yeah wish upon a star had me really practicing blowing bubbles with I feel like there's this one scene where she blows like a perfect bubble gum bubble yes and that sounds right that was transformed I'm like that's art that is talent that is skill that is athleticism (laughs) to be honest (laughs) okay we'll do that try that at the next party yeah have that (laughs) that'll be the activity at the next party (laughs) Uh, what are Nikki and Mare doing they're blowing bubbles in the corner I don't know (laughs) Hey, did you all see that? That was awesome. It sounds right. 
this party rules yeah oh my god that's but to circle back i will say that fucked me up that is a perfect example i think there's just so many pieces of media from the late 90s early 2000s that were so centered on like a very very small window of what attractiveness was uh, there was like mm-hmm. such rampant like patriarchy happening and of course race like there's just like so much happening in those early 2000s movies that really narrowed our mindsets around like body size around like attractiveness around all of these things that society deems as correct mm-hmm. and when you are exposed to that to that grand of a scale which i think that like our generation has a very unique experience of because uh, that was just such a huge expansion of media those like totally early 2000s that it just yeah that stuff you have to really unpack and I think it was definitely tied to those that era of cinema Mm -hmm. (laughs) cinema 100% (laughs) cinema and what a film that was (laughs) I now want to like compile like all of the body swap movies I've accidentally like consumed in my young life Mm -hmm. to just be like is, did that make me trans? It didn't. I'm just <laughs> curious. It's just interesting <laughs> to consider. Is that why I feel so uncomfortable in this body? Because I, I bought somebody's lie that said I could be in a different one at some point. <laughs> that I could be Katherine Heigl? Oh my I would God. try it. She I would seems try like it. she has an interesting life. Yeah, I would definitely try it. If at you could body like swap day. with anyone, I guess celebrity, but like persona, who would it be? In this mm. day and age. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Honestly, that's ho- That's really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough and, one. And yet I have an answer right away. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is it? Well, what popped into my head, I was like, oh, Jacob Elordi, he's so tall. Oh, new oh. perspectives. <laughs> Reach new Would heights. love to see the world from up there. Yeah. I bet I'd love so to nice. feel what that feels like to have, like, such a sharp chin. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. I'm just like, what would my face feel like in to that have a, situation? To finally be able to do an Australian accent. <laughs> oh, incredible. <laughs> I honestly think like if I could body swap with anyone, it it would have to be like Jason Momoa. Like, sure. I feel oh, like I would Just want, a full different think, experience. Yeah. Yeah. I would just have to be like, I would want to, I'd want to know like, what is that like? Sure. For sure. What is it like to walk into a room and be Jason Momoa? <laughs> What is it like Real. to be The Rock? Like, uh, yeah. it must feel fucking crazy. This is this year's body swap movie. I would yeah. love to yeah. see that. Like a- It's specifically <laughs> me swapping yeah. with The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> and then I have to go shoot one of his, like, movies where he's doing all this crazy shit. And then he has to go sit in, like, the writer's room yeah. of a children's <laughs> animated show. <laughs> Maybe he'd Absolutely. be happier. It's hard to know. Yeah, maybe he'd love it. He'd maybe get he to got meet bagel. Jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to like hang out with my dog. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get that in the works. Mayor, who would you switch with? I have okay, to Okay, this is <laughs> yeah. I famously on the pod will pose a question and then absolutely not have an answer for it for myself. But I <laughs> yeah, will but say, and I know that I created the parameters of time. like a celebrity or persona, but truly the first image that popped into my head was just a giraffe. <laughs> 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 so then Nikki, you saying Jacob Elordi being tall, I was like, yeah, that feels maybe what I was going That's for. relatable, so funny. yeah. <laughs> you were like, but wow. also I want to be free from being a human for just a second. Imagine galloping yeah. at such great heights. Mm-hmm. I just have you seen giraffes fight? No, but I've seen no. them like 
they be just, in love. Oh, that's... <laughs> and yet I haven't seen that. You're like, no, I've, I've seen them fuck. <laughs> Sick, you perp. I've only I'm seen always them watching fight. that. They just throw their necks at each other. Oh, that feels do they, scary. Do, I'm picturing their necks like um, tangling up and like <laughs> nodding together. Well, I'm... I don't know how you that's would do cartoons, that. That's cartoons, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, okay, and, I'm getting confused. With and cartoons. that's two giraffes falling in love. <laughs> yeah. When they t- okay, <laughs> that's when they tangle, when they yeah. nod up their necks. When they tie their necks in a bow, that means they're what, <laughs> married. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. I uh, think, I think the other person that it would be really fun to body swap with is Taylor Swift. <laughs> Oh, sure. Just to go in the opposite direction. But I wouldn't want to do what she does. Also tall. I wouldn't want to do what she does. And I also, it would be a nightmare because I like don't know her songs and or like how to play the guitar well enough. Can you imagine? (laughs) But I want to know what it feels like to stand on that stage and be Mm -hmm. screamed at by that many people. Like, I just think that's an experience that almost no one in the world will ever have except for like five people yeah so right that's true. i want to be screamed at by i want if i could be screamed out by, by millions people yeah that'd be for cool. a good reason not yeah, yeah. for a good and for right. not a bad reason which is usually how it is <laughs> just mobs and pitchforks with you <laughs> yeah it's because you keep getting up on the stage <laughs> and you're delaying the show <laughs> everyone in madison square garden fucking hates me <laughs> Uh, that's why Vampire Weekend can't come out because you're up there skipping. <laughs> oh boy! Our next segment is the social cue card. This is a huge service to the people. It is when each of us provides a situation uh, where we need a formal social cue card. So, like, what was I supposed to do in the situation? How would I respond to something similar in the future? Nikki, would you like mm. to go first today? Sure. Great. Let's hear it. Um, This is like really general. I have found, I don't need this often, but there is no good way when you learn about like a gathering or like a party to ask, can I come? Oh, great. Mm. How do you get yourself invited to something is Mm -hmm. basically what I'm asking. Do you feel like some clarifying questions? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like this happened? Like someone's already talking about it in front of you when Mm -hmm. this happens? Usually, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really fun. And they're like, yeah. It, it will be. <laughs> I feel like, like, first of all, to take a rule out of Rachel and David's book, I feel like this is them being awkward if they're going to talk about it at, in front of... Like, maybe it's yeah, just I an agree. assumption you are invited, no? But but no. But I've never assumed I'm invited anywhere. I and maybe see. that's my problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's happened a couple times where... Yeah, like why discuss it in front of me if I am just supposed to stay here and then you go off and do the thing? (laughs) I'm trying to picture the context of somebody. Like, I guess if it was one person, if I was like, oh, what are you up to tonight? And they were like, oh, I'm going to a party. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, have fun. Sounds nice. If like two people that I was around were both talking about it, I might just be like, oh, am I invited? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I would also think that it was really weird for them to be discussing it around me. For sure. Yeah. This is what I think that just in general, we need Rachel on speed dial for phone a friend when yeah. we do social cue cards because yeah. the fearlessness. To go, that's yes. on them. <laughs> I'm just, like, just going to say what I want and need. 
I think the trajectory of like my social life has changed because um, that's on them has now entered the villa. I, like, yes. I never even considered. <laughs> and I don't know what that is like an indicator of that I've never even considered that it's like somebody else being weird. This is what I'm saying. I feel like Rachel has now pulled at the seams of everything about this podcast. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I think I'm okay. I think I'm good. I think we had a glorious one season run. Oh, wow. RIP. And you're healed. Kind of. I just like am, I do like have social anxiety is the thing. It's just like, sure. It's just like about really specific things. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's same. usually like, oh my God, did I talk about work too much? Or like, did I sound like uneducated about something? But it's it's not usually like, oh, did I do a faux yes. pas? Sure, right. sure, sure. All right. Well, then I guess good enough. Next time I'll just ask, <laughs> am I invited? And then I will sweat into my <laughs> knees <laughs> while I wait for an answer. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think, okay, but if we're doing like a, a little, um, I don't know, like a, a fun version of Am I Invited? I think there could also be a um, got room for one more type of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like a little. What are you shrimp. cooking? What you cooking? <laughs> what you cooking? <laughs> or it's like, honestly, if it were me, I'd probably be, I'd probably say something like, Oh, cool. So I'm just, I guess I'm just not invited to the party. Like, have fun, you guys. And then they'd, and then I would have like reverse psychology (laughs) using comedy. I love And then they'd be like, oh my God, you can come. And I'd be like, I don't want to (laughs) go. I have plans to sit at home and do nothing. I have like six audiobooks queued up. Yeah, sorry. There is that fine, that fine line of like, yeah, sometimes I don't care. But it's like, well, I am free and I was like in the market to do something and it sounds like there's something going <laughs> on. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll go look at my cat. <laughs> I think that the people that are, you see a lot like out and about doing, like that they're always invited to the parties, they're like always doing the stuff. I think mm-hmm. that it comes, there's like a sense of fearlessness. I think there is a just like, oh, cool, mind if I stop by? Like just the casualness of just like, I I sure. enter the world knowing I am invited to everything. I think this also, I see this a lot with people who like come from wealthier families that just kind mm-hmm. of have oh, this totally. vibe of like, I belong in any space. I mm-hmm. am invited to anything. And That's that really is fair. something very interesting that I wow. hope to someday embody. Yeah, I definitely don't feel like that. Like I, like Nikki, probably assume mostly that I'm not invited to things, but I also, there's like a certain context within I feel comfortable inviting myself. I guess it depends on the friends too. Yeah, right. I also feel like I have a group, I feel like my various groups of friends, like a lot of them are the types of groups where it's like, what's everyone up to tonight? And then whatever plans that people will be like, oh, the four of us are watching a movie. And then there is kind of an implicit like, do you want to come? But that also might be specific to the types of people that I'm friends with, which are people that never make advanced plans and only (laughs) day of decide to do like a big group hang. But this, I also want to call out the mental fortitude that one must embody to like get a text of like the four of us are hanging out and to not immediately spiral into why didn't you invite me and what is going on invited yes Mm, and to instead just be like oh cool like let me join or like i can bring the snacks i think this this also feels like friend specific too like sure depending on like what what my relationship is with 
a specific group, whether or not I feel like I can attach myself. But I also feel like I've, I used to be really bad at this. And lately I've gotten better at like texting people and being like, I'm losing my mind. What's going on that I can attach yes, a group to? <laughs> sure. That's a pretty good social cue card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because also like people don't have to invite you to their thing. Like right, right. they can be like, oh, I have plans, but like, what are you doing tomorrow? Or they can be like, oh, we were going to go see a movie. Do you want to come? And then yes. you can go. But sure. I'm trying to be more honest with people when I'm like, I feel like I'm going insane. I have to leave my – that's been <laughs> – David left when he was in Australia for a month or whatever. I was just like – there was like a string of nights where I was just spending every night like alone watching TV by choice. Yeah. But then I just started texting people and being like, I have to leave my house. <laughs> where yes. Where can yeah. I meet you? <laughs> like that felt very – that felt like a game That changer. feels huge. I feel like that feels important to also be able to state your needs. Yes. For sure. That feels important. I need to go to a party. Can I please come? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do think I that what you called out is also another important piece of this, which is like, they don't have to invite me. For sure. And I mm-hmm. think that there is something in this that comes with like the willingness to be uncomfortable if you're not invited. If you're excluded. But to still like sure, sure. ask and also be cool if it's like a no. And, and it's totally. the risk of that that... Yeah. I think sometimes feels like the scary part. Yeah. I have sent completely multiple texts that begin all caps. Feel free to say no, parentheses. No, really, I'm serious. Please <laughs> yeah. feel free to say no. And then <laughs> yeah. I ask, can I come yeah. or whatever? And it's yes. Like, I will not take this personally. Yes. 100%. Thank you. That was very eye opening. I think we solved it. I think we solved mm-hmm. it. I feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Capable. I feel um, mm-hmm. like strong okay (laughs) i'm gonna do my cue card now if that's okay rachel is that okay with you it is okay i don't want to cut in line see here we go (laughs) um okay a very particular anxiety that i have is going into a restaurant where i'm not buying anything but yet really needing to use their restroom this comes up a lot Mm. obviously in new york but can happen other places as well. And I I already have a social cue card for how to get past the like host stand. Like I just pretend I'm on a phone call and I'm like, oh, are you in the back? And then I just like, you know. <laughs> are you in the bathroom? Okay, be right there. <laughs> are you right in stall three? Okay, yeah, I'll be right in there. Um, so I, I could get past there, but I think anxiety for me, like if I can believe that I can handle a situation, like, it's not that I need to know exactly how it will go, but if I just know, like, I have the skills to navigate that, then I feel okay. So mm-hmm. the cue card that I need is if I were to get caught or called out for using the bathroom without buying anything, what do I say? Wow. My brain was immediately like, if not in there, here. <laughs> <laughs> Please let Poetic. me know. I, this is, you've really tapped into one of my anxieties as well, which is like any is, which is being caught having broken the rules. Yes. Getting in trouble. Um, I, I love rules. I have always loved rules. I hate, like, I hate when someone's like, oh, you're actually not supposed to be over here. Or like, would you mind standing behind the line while you wait in, you know, for this, the hostess or like, I'm always like, if, if it's deemed that I have somehow either broken a real rule or or like a an etiquette rule that I wasn't mm-hmm. aware of, I'm like humiliated. Yes. Um, I almost always buy something <laughs> when I go into <laughs> – like yeah. if I'm running into like 
a place that has like a counter like i've bought like ten dollar smoothies to like go to the sure yes but i'll wait in line wait until it's truly too late yes and an emergency yeah it's like such an emergency that i'm like this wasn't why did i do this (laughs) yeah i mean something part of part of what i feel like i've started doing is like I mean, I'll just ask, like, I'm so sorry. Is it okay if I use your restroom? And, like, mm-hmm. most, of t- most of the time they're, they're going to say yeah. It's really sure, only yeah. at, like, stores where they're like, we don't have one. And I'm oh, like, really? Where do you piss? Totally. On the floor? Yeah. In the stock room? <laughs> but um, in restaurants, I feel like they're usually pretty cool. If it's a restaurant I've been to before and I, like, know exactly where the bathroom is, I'm like, I'll just go. And if I get caught, maybe I can be like, oh, I'm about to. For sure. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah, I think that's real. If you know anyone who's worked at retail, if you've worked at retail yourself, you know that people just use the dressing room. People will absolutely just Mm. use the dressing room in case of emergency. What do you mean? Literally shit in the dressing room and someone else has to clean it up. That's insane that never this is real ha- has never happened to me but i believe it especially yeah. in new york where like yes. no one lets you use the restaurant. i right. do believe you but and yet i am astounded yeah it's terrible <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't be so but we need to solve the restroom crisis yeah well 100 when we were in new york uh <laughs> the, the soho bloomingdale's was a real <laughs> refuge for yes. sam so oh, that really yes. and then you can just kind of sit down outside and you just wait until it's all yeah. over yeah that's actually department stores in general like i feel usually do have public restrooms yeah so my other my other pitch and i learned this kind of by accident you can just walk into a hospital (gasps) oh yeah oh you can just walk into an emergency room because what are they gonna say it's not an emergency those bathrooms are for anybody (laughs) true wow that was when when we were picketing during the writer's strike, the closest bathroom to the Disney lot was the hospital. That makes sense. And it was very funny to think of going to the bathroom as being like something that required a trip to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. It makes but me laugh. God. It makes me laugh okay. every time. I'm like, well, and then I just got to like pop by the hospital really quick. <laughs> to do my, to do I, my pee. I'm not going to make it home. I have to stop at the hospital. I, I love the idea the of like being on a date and you're like walking around and just being like, I just got to pop in here real quick. That did happen <laughs> once. Like, like it was like whatever hospitals in like the West Village. I was yes. like, I do actually have to run in here. Oh I'm my just going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go to the hospital really quick. Got to go to the hospital really quick. <laughs> Have you ever wow. been caught using the bathroom and had somebody be like, you're not allowed to do this? Never, never. See, but that's the thing. Fear. I don't think they care. But I and I do I do have the I same just fear. think there is constantly a scoreboard that everyone knows about mm-hmm. and they are constantly tracking when I am good and when I am bad. And yes, the consequences yeah. will be huge. Well, I mean, there there are so yeah. many places that have the sign that says like restroom for customers only. For right? customers so only. you're like, so I have to pay to piss. That seems wrong. Absolutely. The reality is also like there is some privilege happening here. Like I think there is a reality Absolutely. that I probably would not be stopped. But right. yes, that is a privilege of mine for sure. Right. That you present right. as and- a paying customer. Mm hmm. Well, here's a question. Does it make you feel less – would it make you feel less stressed to just have a plan that, like, if somebody said something, you would just really earnestly go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry it was an emergency? Yeah. See, that feels right. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Because that feels like it could, I feel like just going into something knowing like, oh, the literal worst case scenario is that they say, this is for customers only. And you go, oh, I'm so sorry. I, it was an emergency and I just ran into the first place. Yeah. (laughs) And then what are they going to do? Be like, okay, well, we're putting you in jail. (laughs) Literally like stores let people just like walk out with, when shoplifting. I don't know why I'm like so terrified. Oh yeah. You're not allowed to go after Yeah. So like, what am I afraid is going to happen? They're like, put it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it. <laughs> put it back. There's like a sensor that goes off when they know your bladder has been emptied if you didn't buy anything. <laughs> your wallet's still the same weight, but your bladder is lighter. Yeah. Put it back. Can I tell a, gro- a sort of gross story? Is Absolutely. there time for a gross story? There's okay. always time. Time. Yes. There's always time. Okay. This is actually, I think, really beautiful. I was in Philly. This was a few years ago. And I was... There was, I was at a restaurant and I went to the bathroom and there were two bathrooms, both single stalls, but one was men and one was women. Okay. And there were like no men waiting, but three women. And I was like, this Classic. is fucking stupid. Yes. And yes. so I went into the men's room and I can't exactly remember how this played out, but basically, <laughs> but basically like the woman behind me was very like, <laughs> wow, like, I can't believe you're going to the men's bathroom. Like, men have their male bits in there. Like, as if I was, like, doing something terrible. Like, two single stalls. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. And then – and I think also – I can't remember if if a guy had, like, just walked up and they sort of, like, saw me go in and I could see them, like, exchanging glances. Like, this fucking bitch. And I was like, wow, this sucks. And I was very – I was feeling very, like – I was just feeling very like gender is a construct and like, yes. fuck you guys. I mm-hmm. have to pee. Yeah. And then I went into the bathroom and I don't know how this happened, <laughs> but I accidentally <laughs> peed all over the floor. <laughs> wow. Your body knew. Oh my. I was like, this is why they don't want me in their bathroom. <laughs> okay. But that's what they do. No. So, you know, your body was like, we have to match the vibe. That's never happened to me before. Like, I have incredible aim. Like, it's always going right into the toilet bowl. This one time I was like... It's impressive. It's actually impressive that you missed the bowl. Truly, like, how on earth did that happen? And I'm not like a squatter. Like, if the toilet's clean, I'm going to sit my whole ass down on it. Because I'm not trying to make a messy toilet. No. No. No, no, no. People that squat, especially people that squat and do not clean up after. Rude. Terrible people. Rude. Just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. This was like a very clean, you know, very clean restaurant. Like I wasn't, I wasn't there to make a mess. Oh, it was. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just so funny. And I cleaned, I cleaned it up. I cleaned it, you know, but I walked out and I was sort of like, ha ha, like so indignant about how you're I'm gonna a strong, some... independent woman, and I can pee wherever I want. And then it was like, I literally pissed on the floor. You did. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, hope you got rain boots. <laughs> Sometimes life comes at you fast like that. I... It uh... really does. <laughs> it's like, good luck in there. There's such a good chance I will cut this, but... <laughs> But this year, I I think I told both of you the story of how I somehow <laughs> shit my shirt. <laughs> I think you have told me this. I think about it almost every day. <laughs> Just That's sometimes incredible. it's like, how have I, <laughs> how did I mess up so bad? 
you take your eye off the ball for like one second <laughs> up my back like a baby like a true baby if you had a blowout a blowout if you yeah. had like a diaper blowout oh my god oh man humiliating it's just so funny i mean our bodies function so well so much of the time and yeah. then it's like when something malfunctions you're just like wow when it's bad <laughs> it's, it's bad i like ruined a bathroom at like an italian restaurant in like the east village once and i like i can't even walk by it anymore because i'm like <laughs> yeah they've got your picture they the might wall. new york is like that you have the like blocks you can't walk by because you're like that's where we had our first kiss and then you have the bathrooms you fully destroyed yeah where i'm can't. like i think i got that that restaurant condemned for a week oh <laughs> uh, okay it was an accident rachel do uh, you have a social cue card need yeah okay here's what i was thinking about i feel like something that's always awkward for me is like when i'm at a party or or even just like you know run into somebody out somewhere who i know from either through a friend or from online like this doesn't really happen to me anymore because I got rid of Twitter but like there was a time where I just there were all these people where I knew we followed each other on Twitter and had like shared each other's stuff so I was like they know my name but then I never know if I should like go up to them and say oh you're like so-and-so's friend we um we have them in common or like hi, like, you don't know me, but I'm Rachel. Like, I worked for your friend. Like, I, yes. it's always, always, I never know what to do. And sometimes mm-hmm. I say something and feel weird. <laughs> and then other times I don't say anything. And then I leave and I'm like, oh, I, like, missed an opportunity to, like, I meet a person. Right. <laughs> this is brilliant. This feels like, yeah, this is perfect because who doesn't need this? But this feels like we mm. need kind of like a standard. Like, you know how like in Blackjack, you're like, you either always hit on 16 or you don't hit on 16. Like, I don't yep. actually know what the rule is. So bad <laughs> I example. I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of my favorite reaction to anything I ever say. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. No, it's <laughs> well. Now I know you're lying. Um, no, I just mean like it's like it feels like it's like uh, once we decide like what do you say like that's just what you do now. This is you know what rule. I mean. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Like yes. don't leave it up to like deciding in the moment. You're just like yeah. I'm the kind oh, of person yes. that goes up to the person. Like yes. you either do it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Like I think the it's metaphor like, is makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to cut out the earlier part. (laughs) (laughs) So that it's just, it's just you going, it's sort of how Blackjack works. And then me just immediately going, ah, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I think I just, why would I need to be talking about Blackjack? It has no place in this conversation. (laughs) I'm excited for my trip to Vegas for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) You're getting ready. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. That makes total sense. Just being like, I am, I always am the person. I am the person that goes up to the people. Like, I I do think that is, like, such a special, like, energy to have. To, like, be like, I am the person who is, like, welcoming strangers (laughs) into my life. Because I do know them, in a way. Like, you Mm. do know who they are. You just have not had this formal, like, social meet-cute of, hi, we have to touch our hands together now. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I think sometimes it comes out of, like me assuming that either 
no one remembers me as much as I remember them. Like that they have I taken also up more space have in my that. brain. Yeah, sure. I also it's have hard. that. I'm like, I don't think anybody's ever remembered my face, so I'm always surprised yeah. when like they approach me and they're like, yeah, hey. I yeah, I'm like, oh, surely they forgot me as soon as they met me, right. and yeah, and yeah. then also like feeling like, oh, that person doesn't want to be bothered, but also mm-hmm. like. You can also, I guess you can talk to people and then go, anyway, I won't keep you, I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like kind of like a perfect out. It's like, I, yeah, I, I just wanted to come over to say hi. I hope you enjoy the rest of whatever this is. Interesting. Totally. The thing that happened to me recently that I still have regretted is when I used to live in Silver Lake, I randomly would get the mail for this other woman who I knew of because we have mutual friends and- mm-hmm. Uh, it was just so funny to be like getting someone else's mail like by mistake who like I knew of. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like the odds of adding- yeah. yeah, and like she's sort of like a cool person who I was like, oh, that is a really cool person. Like I can't believe I'm getting her mail. <laughs> How yeah. special for me. Yeah, and uh, I threw it all away and <laughs> <laughs> I put it in the trash. And legally, uh, you I, have to. <laughs> I I was at a party that she was at recently and. I was like, it wasn't even like a networky thing. It was like, I literally just wanted, I just thought it was so funny. Like, oh, by the way, I used to get your mail. Like, that's a funny story. Mm-hmm. And I had always thought like, if I ever run into this person, I'm going to tell her that I used to get her mail. Great. And then the entire night I was like, she doesn't want to talk to me. And I did Aww. not talk to her. And I'm still like, that's so weird. Like, it would have been so easy. She like sat behind me for like an entire event and I didn't turn around and go, hey, this is funny. I used yes. to get your mail. Here's one thing. Okay. Yeah. This is the almost opposite of the pain of like not being remembered or like not remembering that you've met someone is being seen and acknowledged of like how ha- their place in the world of like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. friends with this person or like we've connected parasocially online or like mm-hmm. I yes. used to get your mail. I think there's something even if the encounter is awkward, I feel like it's helpful to remember that like as a human, that is just such a nice feeling i mean mm-hmm. i don't know what it's like for like totally. celebrities obviously what yeah. that's like but i just mean like you're run of the mill just like hey we have this special thing in common like i just feel like existentially that makes you feel part of something bigger <laughs> for sure it feels like you've yes. like you've like stabbed a new peg on a light bright is that a reference yeah. people know <laughs> love it that's, yes no that's notes. cool <laughs> yeah you've like you've lit up your like 4g wireless network with yeah. another uh, yeah, spreading with across a new tower. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new tower. <laughs> Your coverage area yeah. has expanded. Oh, yeah, I guess because yeah. truthfully, who's not going to be like, "Oh, that's cool." Right. Even if you don't have anything else to say, you'd be like, "Anyway, I thought you'd find that interesting." Yeah. <laughs> yes, Gotta and go. I think it's important right. to acknowledge that it also, again, can be awkward, but that that yes. doesn't mean it's not nice mm-hmm. to experience for totally, everyone involved. Totally. Okay, Great. I'm gonna I'm gonna become the person that just does this. I love Everywhere it. Everywhere I go. I, I fully support it. And if you want to send okay. back any field notes from your research, we are always happy to amend anything we say, which is most <laughs> things we say. <laughs> I immediately get like punched in the face. <laughs> I love like three episodes from, from now. We're like, and we have some sad news to report. Rachel is no longer that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was actually punched in the face by Jason. <laughs> Because she just kept saying, let me be you. (laughs) 
have reached the end of our time together, and we like to close every episode with some words to live by. Each of us gives an on-the-spot phrase to guide social situations moving forward. Rachel, just so you know, sometimes these phrases make sense, and sometimes they're just words, okay? And by sometimes, okay, okay. they're mostly just words. So there's no pressure. Nikki, would okay. you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? What are you feeling today? I'm writing down, um, we have reached the end of our time as a cue card for myself. Oh, nice. <laughs> that okay, feels great. like a way I would like to exit conversations. In the f- I want to try it. Well, we've reached the end of our Well, we've reached the end of our time. <laughs> it really just like tickled my brain in a way where I was like, yeah, I could try that once. Great. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy to uh, try to do a words to live by. Okay. These are Nikki's words to live by in three, two, one. Dance like only one person is watching. Great. <laughs> Good. Helpful. That's beautiful. Okay. Really nice. Elegant. Great. What does it mean? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> who what, is it? <laughs> that's what came out, though. <laughs> but who is it? <laughs> who is it? Anyway, Mayor, would you like to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. These are Mare's words to live by in three, two, one. It's okay if it's a little weird. Hey, that one kind of made sense. That's I like that a lot. I think that's it our new tagline. Okay. It's okay if it's a little weird. Oh, love it. Okay, wow. I have to tell you, Rachel, it's been weeks since I made something coherent. I have to say that, that was a big win. That's an example me. of an incoherent one. Do you remember? No, but the vibe is usually like, get on going and get to go. Like, it's just yeah. like, there's nothing. That's so true. That's so true, though. Yeah, I think there was one that started lighter up. And like, it was immediately lighter like, up. who? Where? What? Just like nothing useful at all. It's good though. <laughs> Who is it? Who? Who is it? Who's her? Okay. These are Rachel's words to live by in three, okay. two, one. This is going on the theme of the episode. Um, sometimes it's their fault. Oh. And we're healed, and we're healed, and it's all good. Rachel, thank you for being on Social Cues. <laughs> this has been a delight. Thank You're you. A dream. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.